Blood Covenant, a V5 Saban story, is a production of Simulacra Studios. This podcast is intended for a mature audience and contains descriptions of violence, sexual activity, mental illness, body horror, and inhuman supernatural depravity. If you're not comfortable with what you hear, please feel free to skip ahead or stop listening. If you'd like to support the show, please visit patreon.com slash simulacra studios. Though honestly, I don't know why you fucking bother. Leon, when you come into the room, almost moments after you cross the threshold, you begin to see pale lights start to sort of fade in at first one or two, but then they keep coming as ghostly figures sit up, lean out of all of these mausoleums, and there's probably up to maybe a hundred. And as you're clocking them, you realize almost each and every one of them is a child. You start to hear tinny, wispy, you hear a sniffle at first, and then a couple of them start to cry. And then the room just, there's just this sort of heaving sob as they all collectively just start to wail. And only you can hear it. He stops, and you see this very large man. He stops, and he looks. He only looks down, and then he's like, I'm sorry for disturbing you. And he sort of literally walks backwards. He doesn't turn. He walks back out of the room. Was someone in there? That is a place definitely for the dead. Which is like, I just hmm, I thought I could usually pick up on that kind of stuff. I guess it's different for you. Uh, would you like to roll Sense the Unseen? I would. Yeah, so you sort of like peek your head in, Reggie, after Leon backs his way out, and there's no gradual to it. It is like stereo speakers just click on. You are assaulted with these cacophonous hundred child wail, and the whales, they convey information to you. You see glimpses of these caskets open, and you see these children being put in alive and the stone caskets being shoved over them by the dozen. His immediate reaction is to, he vaults back out of that room and activates Obfuscate immediately. Like, oh, involuntarily. Reggie. Reggie. He looks around, not seeing seeing Reggie around because Reggie's gone. He's gone for like 10 seconds and then he reappears and he's kind of like balled up against a wall, and he's got one blood, he's got a little blood tear. Oh my god. That's one of the worst things I've ever seen. I give you a McDonald's napkin. They, why would they put them in there alive? What? Why would they do that? Why would they do that? I don't know. Why would they bury them alive? What the fuck were they doing here? Calm down. I would tell you to breathe, but that's redundant. Yay. And so he looks over at, um, uh, Layla and Slim. There are many, many ghosts of the dead, dead children in there. Hundred. Oh, I'm so sorry, you two. That must be really tough for you guys. I think I think Reggie saw more than I did. 
I opened I opened up to it and it hit me like a wall. Well let's let's move on. Let's let's get away from that door. Come on, Reggie. Okay. Sort of hold my hand out like come on. I He is very childlike right now. Like he just kinda takes your hand and lets himself be led like a child because that kinda rung his bell a little bit. Because he just like opened his third eye and got you know, two fingers in like a goddamn <laughs> Three Stooges sketch. Now that he gets the decent layout of the place, he'll start heading back to their abode, their uh, apartment. This place is lovely, in like a weird way. This is a bad place. That's the Sabbat for you. This, this is a very bad place. I mean, it's a bad place, yes, but like it's beautiful. Mm, there is there is a, a charm to it, a dark charm. Haunting. That's a good word for it. <laughs> I guess it is. But you are well known for that, aren't you? Other people think I'm funny, Leon. You're the only one who doesn't. Just so you know, if you say something funny, I'm laughing on the inside. Just so you know, no matter what I look like on the outside, I'm laughing on the inside. I'll keep that in mind. Reggie, who is usually pretty easygoing and kind of, you know, jocular, is not looking great right now. He's he's pale for a vampire. Tomorrow we'll go out, Reggie. Well, we'll try. After the stuff. Well, I don't know what's going on tomorrow, so maybe not. And he kind of shakes it off and is like, yeah, I think I saw a pharmacy uh, on the map. A pharmacy? Yeah, I could bust in and get some diazepine injections or something if it's a high-end enough pharmacy. Love, we don't need that. If you take me, you don't need to drug anybody. She is a drug. It'll be fun. It'll be a bonding activity. Diazepine can be pretty fun. I'm not, I mean, but yeah, I'm mean, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. I mean, I, I'm not going to deny you. Diazepine is fun. But, you know, it's a little high effort. Also, this is Espot. Maybe be ordering in. Exactly. It's okay. It'll be fine, Reggie. She just says, but it's like, it rings very hollow. So you guys get back to the Haven area. Are Paisley and or Buck up to anything other than what they were doing when we left them? I think getting a lot out of Buck right now is going to be pulling teeth because he's 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 nervous. He's very anxious about what's going to be asked of him. And yeah, so I think right now I'm going through my quad and highlighting passages that I think that would be pertinent to Buck in his current situation and would maybe bring him some some peace and some soothe. Get his soothe on. Okay, so you spend a couple of, an hour or two highlighting passages, reading them off to Buck, and then these three roll in. Hi, we're back. Oh, Paisley. I love this. This? I know! I've got, like, little fairy lights and everything, and, like, they're battery-operated, too. You're like a dark princess. Made yourself right at home, I see. I mean, yeah, you've got to be able to fit everything in one bag, so I figured just, you know... I like having little me touches. I love how you chose fairy lights as priority for this. I love it. I love you. This is great. 
well, it's good for reading by, too, and it's very atmospheric, and, you know, these places can be... Reggie, you doing all right? Yeah, he kind of just drops his uh, backpack, which clanks down pretty hard. He obviously has, like, a, a fat-ass gun in there. Like, you you know the sound of a backpack with a gun hitting the, a concrete floor, probably? So that it's in there, and he just lays down and doesn't say anything. Is he okay? Like... He will be. He needs soothing words. He looks down like, okay, Chion did it. You see the side of his mouth go down into a deep frown because he knows what's coming. But maybe we should go for soothing words of the more mundane and gentle variety, Layla says proddingly. You know, actually, I was just doing, I was just giving Buck a couple of those. I mean, I've got a couple highlighted that are real, like, Please do not read the Bible to me. Paisley, Paisley, I, I appreciate your enthusiasm, but I think a lot has happened. Well, I mean, we could go to... My grandmother used to read the Bible as she was being eaten alive by cancer. I don't really feel like it right now. To, to be fair, bud, it's not the Bible, it's the Book of Mormon, and uh, it helped me a lot, so I, I don't know, give her a chance. Well, that, and it's the Pearls of wind, Wisdom, too, and Pearl of Great Price in the back. Leon just kind of puts his hands up, goes over to a bunk, and then lays down like a corpse. He's like, I'm done. No one's listening to me. It is getting close to dawn. Does anyone want to do anything else before the the sun rises? I'm going to make sure Paisley, her hair looks good for tomorrow. It's very important that she makes a good impression on all these important people. And so I'm going to lay her edges and I'm going to make her beautiful. <laughs> This is weird. And meanwhile, I'm braiding yours with, like, tinsel in there. I will let sleep take me, if if that is at all possible. <laughs> so as the sun begins to rise and you feel its tug even here under the ground, your mind starts to compile the things that you've seen. Blissfully, it rolls over the scene in the crypt. That doesn't seem to be important to what your mind is trying to put together right now. You're going through the passageways, you're going through the hallways, the cathedral space, all the little ins and outs that you guys wandered through over the course of the the later half of the evening. And you visualize things, and you see in the cracks, in parts of uh, around the floorboards, you're piecing together these images that you didn't register them when you were walking through, because you were amped up and you had your people there, but you realize that the mortar between the walls, between the bricks and the stone, you know that this place is woven together with flesh. And that is the awareness that comes to you as the sun rises and you fall into the sleep of the dead. Time passes. The city is vibrant, awake. Everyone's getting ready for the holidays. Everyone's bundled up against the cold the harsh sun warms the city slightly but not as it would in the summer or anywhere further south and the dead of the city are dead but eventually the sun dips beneath the horizon and all the good little canites come back into being I'd like everyone to make a rouse check for me please cool I'm still at zero I've hit two Oh, shit. 
My hunger was at two this whole time. Fuck, now I'm at hunger three. Uh-oh, 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 shit. I'm so hungry. Oh, God. Oh, you're a hungry boy. Uh, what about Layla? I'm, I'm still at one. Buck, are you still at one? I am at one, yeah. So, yeah, you guys come alive. So, the first thing Reggie does... He pops up and he'll go over to the mortar of the walls. He'll take a small dowel out of it and start chipping. He'll chip away at some of the mortar in the wall between the between those cinder, like the blocks. I assume this is like a cinder block room or something. It's more of a stone block. Uh, but yeah, you chip at it and you find this sort of thin layer of tissue that just is sort of laced between the mortar. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Reggie, what are you laughing about? Oh, uh, yeah, this place is one big organism. This whole building. I don't even get out of the bed. Were you trying to chip into the wall? I was seeing if the mortar was bone, but it, it's not. It, and it might well be, but no, it's... Reggie, what are, you, what are you trying to say right now? I'm just saying that the entire building that we're in is made of flesh. That's mean. That's all. I was just making sure. Oh, Reggie, what the fuck? <laughs> What what made you what 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 pushed you to pursue that? I'm getting up. I'm up now. It just sort of clicked as I was falling asleep last night. So I do believe you. I just think it's like a weird thing to think about. I don't have much control over what certain parts of my brain are doing sometimes. Okay, that's fair. I'm getting dressed. I think my uh what, the beast. I think my beast is kind of a weird thinker sometimes. There's a very light knock on the door to your little barracks area. Paisley, could you get that? Oh, yeah. And get up in my little PJs and shuffle on over. You open the door, and there is a very old, gnarled-looking man. You think maybe half of his face is moles. He looks dry and leathery, and he says, Good evening, I am to tell you that the S-Bot will be in four hours. Uh, that you are free, uh, reign of city, and, and but to be here, return four hours for the S-Bot. Thank you. Uh, you need any from this man? I respond, I ask him if he speaks French in, in French. I speak a little uh, French. What language do you speak? Romanian. Don't got that one. <laughs> I am servant of house. So is he uh, mortal? He doesn't have the telltale signs of like not breathing or whatnot, but he looks just like a chewed up piece of leather. But you do see him breathe. He like kind of has a wheezy breath to him. He's, well, thank you. I think we're good. Uh, other than you said we have free reign of city. Um... Do you happen to know where it's okay to get a quick nibble? There are many places of leisure uh, that are free of territory. Anywhere near here that you could recommend? He says, yes, yes. You go. And he, he, he names a street. Says, many, many bars, many restaurants, many, uh, many discos. Discos. Okay, thank you. And he just kind of shuffles off down the hallway. 
Leon gets up. He doesn't sleep in the nude, but he definitely takes a lot of his excess clothing off, and then he's starting to put new clothes, fresh clothes on. I think I would like to walk out into under this night sky for a little while before we have to come back down underground. Of course. Yeah, I'm not used to being underground at all, so that would be nice. Reggie, put on a nice shirt. We're going to go. <laughs> he kind of looks at his, what he's wearing, and it's like... I'll get my other shirt. <laughs> He'll go through his um, bag, and he pulls out, like, a wad of cash and tosses it at Layla. Make him sure he looks nice. She catches it and is like, oh, excellent. Yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong, boss. I will make sure he looks excellent. Don't put him in women's clothes or anything weird like that. <laughs> Why would I assent to that? I would never. I don't want that. No, it just seems like something Layla would do, like put you in drag as a joke. It's fine. No, he'll look like a little gentleman. It'll be fine. You have good, like, cheekbones. Here, come here. I'm going to spritz you with some cologne. Come on, let's go. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm really hungry. Buck, are you going to come with us? Yeah, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I reckon I'll come out with you. So you guys spend about an hour getting new clothes for Reggie or anyone else who might want it, getting cleaned up. There are facilities to get cleaned up here at the Haven, if you so desire. There's a sort of a, a big uh, barrack shower. You find on the map the street that was mentioned. For being cold as hell November in Montreal, it is lively. There are people out on the street. There are people going to bars. There are people having late dinners. You pass by the sounds of just the worst 90s dance music. We all know what it sounds like. There's definitely like a country bar that has uh, you know some, some good old 90s country rock playing. Yeah. Well, I know where Buck will be. There is a smorgasbord. There is, like I said, it's lively for the time of the year because it is just crushingly cold. But people are out there trying to squeeze a little bit of life out of the night. And so are we. Uh, lead the way, I guess. So, I promise that it'll be fine. No one will have to be drugged. It'll be so much easier. But we have to get you a shirt, and we have to get you a fake wedding ring. You would have been able to go to, like, shopping centers and whatnot before you hit the... This is basically the rack. You have dressed everyone as they need to be dressed, but you guys are ready to hit the town. I'm letting the kids have fun at Disneyland because I'm just relaxing, walking around, taking the sights in, maybe stopping at, like, a bar or something like that. But I'm not hungry. I'm not feeding. So, yeah, Leon goes off on his own. It's a bar. There are plenty of bars, plenty of places where you can get a bar stool and just swirl around a glass of whiskey. What about Buck? Where's Buck going? Buck's going to go to that country and western barn and uh, try to start a fight. It's not hard to start a fight in a country western bar, but it, it's starting the right fight. I mean, there's plenty of things that you can say to these people to get them brawling, but it, it's it's more, what kind of fight does Buck want to get into? Uh, definitely, he's going he's gonna to try to find some catharsis in this. He's also going to try to get one of these dudes to follow him out into the alley for a little one-on-one -on -one sort of fight so that I can go ahead and... Uh, my hunger is at two, and I would like to get it down. Okay. So you start a fight. You start a couple fights. Eventually, 
one of the guys just takes you up on your offer uh, because the, the general consensus of this bar is this Yankee hick needs his mouth shut. But you get him out in the alley one-on-one, and how do you take him down? So I actually have lethal body, but I don't want to kill him. So I'm going to pull the punch, but I'm definitely going to... uh, I'm going to let him go ahead and clock me in the jaw real good one time and kind of hurt his hands and... And, and I'm not going to play up the fact that it does not hurt me at all. I'm going to I'm gonna look like, oh, man, that was a good one. And then I'm going to headbutt him with lethal body. Uh, but again, pulling the punch so as not to kill him. Okay. Well, he definitely has a concussion. And he drops into the floor of the alley. And it's just sort of like pissing himself and twitching. Because even with a pulled punch, the strength of Kane is... He's no match for a predator like you. That's true. So, yeah, you're able to take a bite if you so desire. I do, and, I, and I'll just get enough to rebuild my, uh, not my hunger, back down to one. And what do you do with him when you're done? I'm going to shove a $20 bill in his pocket and physically I'm gonna grab the back of his jeans and the back of uh, his shirt, and I'm going to pick him up and throw him like a bag of potatoes back into the bar. All right, like a bowling ball, crashes into the bar. A couple people rush out, and are you are you standing to watch your your handiwork, or are you heading on your way? I'll hand on my head on my way. If they look like they want some, I'll just sort of turn around and grin at them. Yeah, they decide they don't want any of it, and they go back in to, to deal with their friend. I thought they might. So, did I hear that Reggie, Layla, and Paisley are going out on more fun adventures? We're going to the club. We're going to go to the club. I don't want to go to a club. I I mean, aren't there... You don't have to go to the club. Okay, well, you don't have to go to the club, but me and Reggie are. Yeah, I was about to say, there, there are apartments. There are apartments that are, like, above most bars and, um... Oh, are you a and e type also? What does that mean? What's B&E? I'm sorry, I... We just kind of break into people's houses and just, like, get them in mother sleeping? You guys are very talented, breaking into houses and shit. Yeah, it's a skill I had to pick up afterwards, because I just prefer, like, them sleeping. Me too, me too. Then there's no talking, I don't have to interact, I don't have to invest. Actually, what I... You know what? That's a good fucking idea. Paisley, can you make an empty room for me and Reggie? Upstairs? Above the bar? Make an empty room? Yes. As in, like, clear it out? I don't get it. Clear it out? I can try. Let's do that. I mean, we could pay for a hotel. Leon gave me a fistful of fucking cash. Oh, you mean like, oh, oh, oh. Um, I don't know that I'd be comfortable with that. Uh, okay, it's fine. Don't worry about it. You know, we don't have to. You know what? I I, th- I think this might just. I think I need to get used to this way of doing, like the more on the street kind of doing things. If I'm going to survive, so you know, maybe we can just try the the old fashioned way of you know tricking some dumb motherfucker to be alone. Yeah, that's it. That's what we're going to do. I think. You know, this is this is important. Like, I need to learn how to do this, I think. I really just don't like getting emotionally invested with the It's just it feels weird to talk to people you're just about or like a like it feels awkward in a way. Like kind of gross. You know what, Paisley? You do what you have to do. 
We'll meet up at the Versace store on the corner, okay? Okay, that sounds lovely. You two will be fine. Oh, yeah, of course. Of course. What could go wrong? Nothing. Nothing can go wrong. Okay, good behavior. Paisley, describe to me a breaking in and a, a victim that Paisley feeds upon. Well, I would be looking for one of those buildings that has sort of the side entrance, like a little fire escape that goes up to, you know, the upper lofts. And I'm just going to be looking like I'm looking for my keys, but really breaking out the little pick set or bobby pins or whatever it is she happens to carry out of her crazy aunt purse. And then she's going to slip into the apartment just looking for apartments just ah there's where my friend lives go into that one and just kind of or well i'm going to start listening to doors and kind of letting my senses tell me who's asleep you find a room that is very quiet you hear like the distinctive sound of like a white noise generator it's an elderly man and woman they sleep in separate beds but yeah you slip in quiet as a mouse and take your fill. Sweet. They're not living through it. They're not living through it? Okay. So do you snuff both of them out or you just leave one? So I'm just going to take her because he'll follow soon after. You take the last drop from this old woman, leave her like she's sleeping? Do you arrange the body in a particularly horrific way? How do you leave her for him to find in the morning? I'm just going to leave her as if she went peacefully in her sleep. Okay, lick the wound closed and just... Lick the wound closed, maybe, uh, just, you know, she's at peace. She's good. Moving on to Layla and Reggie, uh, why don't the two of you describe to me how you work together to satiate the beast and fill your gullets with blood? She's in charge, so I'm just gonna let... Reggie's just kinda gonna play off of her mostly and I'm assuming we're gonna uh, she's gonna work, be charming and I'm gonna also try to help her be charming <laughs> but I'll let her go okay listen the story is you're my husband okay can you can you get into that headspace is that good for you yeah of, uh, yeah of course that's that's easy enough all right you're my husband we met in Las Vegas that's all you need make up whatever oh man Okay, like, but wait, hold on, do we have kid? No, I'm kidding. We'll just do it. Uh, yeah, it's fine. You make up whatever. I'm fine. I can roll with it. We're good. It's yes and not no, but. Got it. Excellent. Oh, God, I love it. See? You're going to be good at this shit. I believe in you. And so, essentially what I want to do is I want to find a club that's really popping, that's really groovy, and I want to single out a mark. I want to target a dude that's in the club with a lot of fucking money to spend. He looks like he's there to fuck, and I'm going to bring his ass into a champagne room. I haven't transmit, motherfucker. Cool. Yeah. So you find this guy, you, you can see the money on him, and yeah, you get him into a strip club, pay off the bouncer. With Leon's money. Thank you. Yeah, with Leon's money. I guess the situation is like... Would you like to fuck her? Yes. We're playing the cut game. So you guys get him into a private room, and how far does the fantasy go for him? Yeah, 
it goes pretty far because I want Reggie to have a good opportunity to go get close and get his fangs in. Yeah, I mean, well, he thinks he's about to have the best. He, he's going in for the kill. I, I go in for it. I mean, I'm not killing this guy. I let, if she wants to drain him dry, that's up to him. But I'm. Uh... Oh, Layla's not even taking a bite. This is for you. We're homies. Wait, hold on. How much of a shithead is this guy? Just out of curiosity, Scott, how much of a shithead is this guy? Did he talk about supporting, like, you know, like, Bush? Like, what? I don't know. I know we're in I know we're in Montreal, but... Yeah, he talks about how great uh, Operation Desert Storm was. He doesn't feel good about Native Americans. Does he have any opinions on, na- on the Native, you know, re-education camps they have? All right, I'm going to make this easy on the two of you. Alela is kind of ethnically ambiguous, and he has been making comments that indicate that he might think she is of Native ancestry, although he's not using so polite terms, and that this is like a big fantasy for him, that he's getting a notch on his belt. Oh, well then, guess, guess, guess what, man? It's, it's, it's nippy night night time. Hell yeah. And she doesn't, she doesn't even take a bite. This isn't, this isn't for Layla. This is Reggie time, because we're homies, Reggie. Me and you, we're fucking tight. Yeah, so we're going to paint the scene here. So Layla, you and this guy are giving your, your hubby quite a show and here Mark is totally distracted. He is fully engaged in what he thinks is a grand sexual performance which means that he is totally vulnerable from behind. Uh, So Reggie, how do you get him? You know the dude left his like $500 tie on Mm -hmm. so he'll just kind of come up behind him like, like, reach behind, wrap the tie back, and like, yank his neck back, and just he'll probably rip in. And Reggie gets a little too—he's not used to feeding on someone who's like doing stuff, and like, so he kind of gets too into it. The resonance of the blood like gets to you, like that sort of like passion and fire and lust just sort of flows into you when you get the first bite, and then you just don't stop. Layla looks up like, is he gonna stop? Eventually, just the guy just collapses on top of you cold. She's just like, okay, hold on. Wait. Oh, wait. He's heavy. <laughs> I'm... I kind of roll him off. Um, and I'm like... Reggie. Ah, oh, shit. Uh-oh. Hold on. I need to. Fi- I need to fix this. No, do you ha- do you have drugs on you? No, no, I didn't. I didn't take that. In your pockets, do you have quaaludes? Wait, no, I didn't take any with me. Hold on, I need to fix this mess. Because you know he got a little sloppy on the bite, so he just kind of like rubs his hands together and kind of smooths it, the flesh out like butter. Reggie, what the fuck? Yeah, it's what we do. You slept in a meat building last night, so now. So now we have this drained body, um, devoid of blood. That's suspicious. Do we care about that kind of stuff? Is that a thing we concern ourselves with? I actually don't know. Well, this is like a convenience thing, Reggie. Go out and buy a big, expensive bottle of alcohol. Go on. I shove money into your hand. I feel like I feel like you're mad at me, and I don't understand why. But we'll get a we'll we'll, we'll go we'll go. Reggie, he was, like, crushing me. I have a very delicate rib cage. 
that is probably not true. And I was just going to walk out the door and go get a bottle of uh, probably like Cristal or some shit. Like, whatever this will get me. And they hand me Cristal. It's like, oh, a $500 bottle of champagne. Fantastic. Yeah, you guys get uh, get the alcohol. Um, Layla, what do you do with the alcohol? We're going to play. Okay, so I need you to like, I'm going to hold his head back. And we're going to open his mouth and... Oh, do you want me to suffuse his... I could probably do it a little bit more efficiently than dumping it down his throat. Listen, Reggie, whatever it takes, this entire bottle has to go in. Okay. Like, I don't know if you carry a turkey baster with you. I don't, but, um, let's see. And we need to splash a little on his shirt. Come on. Working together, you guys manage to, after this guy's had most of his blood taken out of his body arrange a situation where he appears to have died of a massive alcohol overdose. Listen, we don't know what else he was doing tonight. Nobody could. Yeah, no, you don't. But that is how you, you end up leaving the body, because as you guys are checking your watches, you realize that it's it's about time that you need to be getting back to the, the big communal haven. It's party o'clock, Reggie. We have to get out of here. I, I can actually see Leon on kind of the corner waiting and he's looking at his watch it's like so yeah everyone comes up uh to the corner where leon is waiting he's smoothing down his like his tucked in shirt like he's unmussing his hair <laughs> like spritzing cologne on you like it's fine you don't smell like blood it's fine hopefully everyone is better much better things went great that went medium okay Let's do that again. Yeah, we will definitely need to work on that technique. Yes. Nothing I have to be worried about? Nope. Maybe, but we have to talk about that after the party, Papa. All right, let's get going. Thank you for listening to this week's chapter of Blood Covenant, a V5 Sabbat story, presented by Simulacra Studios. Simulacra Studios is an entirely listener-supported podcast. If you'd like to support the show, please visit our Patreon at patreon.com slash Studios. Patrons can listen to the entirety of Season 1 right now. In addition to gaining access to our private Discord server, where you can chat with the cast and crew of all Simulacra Studios productions. Again, thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week.